My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. Let's just come down to the back and we'll start there. And bring the knees in, just rocking side to side on the back. So we'll go through all that through the whole body pretty much uh, and do a well-rounded practice. But we'll focus a little bit today on the bandhas as well. These are Banda means like lock or hold, and they're a way to sort of bring energy into your center and uh, kind of stay grounded. It's, especially, it's really helpful as we go into the fall, winter season here. So let's bring the feet down to the floor. And there's three of these bandhas. There's the mula bandha at the pelvic floor, the uddiyana bandha at the belly, and then the jalandhara bandha at the neck. It's basically the, the, the root lock, the uh, navel lock and the neck lock. So to engage that uh, root lock, all you got to do is lift your feet just an inch or so off the ground and slightly draw in and up on the pelvic floor as if like you had to go to the bathroom and you're kind of holding it in. And that's the root lock. So we'll hold that for a moment here. And then we'll add on to it. If you want to Okay, a little more engagement here. You can bring your legs to 90 degrees and lift the shoulders and the head off the mat. Kind of like a sit-up. Arms can extend straight out. And you can start to extend the legs straight if you want a little more here into a low boat pose. All right, so feeling that sort of hugging in, engagement, centering, maybe even a little bit warming to the body. And then bring your knees in and rock side to side, relaxing. And when you bring the knees in like this, that as you can't contract those muscles, so it helps to release and relax the root lock. All right, so these things are really helpful for like balancing, twists, things like that, standing postures, and we'll kind of get into that later in the practice. So we'll come back to center here and bring the feet down to the floor, and then start to peel the spine up off the floor as you inhale, lifting up into a bridge pose. And as you exhale, lowering back down to the tail. So you can continue that motion as big or as small as you want, inhaling up and exhaling down, moving the spine with the breath. And then next time you come up, we'll stay there and maintain the bridge pose, lifting in the hips, contract the glutes, and maybe you can find those pelvic floor muscles here, right? as if you had to go to the bathroom and you're holding it in, sort of contracting. And it's just, it's a subtle thing, but it adds just a little more presence, a little more centering to the postures. It helps you, for me, it helps me get out of my head and into my body more, because I have to really kind of focus to feel those muscles. And 
And then we'll relax all that back down and bring the knees in for happy baby pose, holding outside of the legs. And you could rock side to side here. You could extend one leg at a time. And then we'll bring the soles of the feet together all the way down to the floor in recline bound angle pose. So knees are apart, and if this is a little tight on the hips, you could always put your blocks underneath the knees for some support there. And then here, bring your arms overhead, and that creates a natural sort of drawing in and up of the navel, which is sort of like the first step of the navel lock we'll do in a little bit. Maybe you can even feel here just a little bit of drawing in and up on the belly. And then from here, we'll start to bring the arms back down, bring the knees back together, and hug the knees in and rock forward and back along the length of the spine, massaging the back and come all the way up to hands and knees. So here, just making any movements that feel good for you, forward, back, side to side, maybe you hold in a posture. You could hold still in child's pose, you could keep moving here. And then we'll come to hands and knees. And tops of the feet down, sit the hips back to the heels and walk the hands in so this kneeling position. So if you already feel any, if you feel any pain in the knees here, do less. But if you already feel a lot of stretch here, just stay there. If you want to add on to this, start to lean back, lifting one knee. And if you're okay there, lift the other knee. So you're balancing, stretching the tops of the feet. Hands could come together at the heart here, taking the arms out of it. And then even here, you could feel a little bit of drawing in and up on the pelvic floor, the navel, and a slight drawing in of the chin, engaging these, these three locks, the bandhas. Now slowly release down, back to hands and knees, and extend the right leg back, pressing into the ball of the foot, stretching the calf. And then we'll switch, left leg extends back, pressing against the ball of the foot. And now back to hands and knees, now with both toes tucked, both sets of toes tucked, sitting back towards the heels here. Again, if this is already a lot when you kind of walk back, stay there. But if you're good, you could sit up vertical. And then you can add on to that by bringing the arms overhead, interlacing the fingers and press the heels of the hands towards the ceiling. Draw slightly in and up on the pelvic floor and the belly and chin slightly towards the chest. And then we'll slowly release back down. Again, tops of feet down to the mat. And here we'll just make any movements that feel good in the shoulders, hips, back. And back to downward facing dog, pedaling the feet out, easing into down dog.
Look between the hands and walk forward to forward fold at the front of the mat. You can hold opposite elbows. You can let the head just hang down here. It's kind of be heavy. And then we'll slowly roll up the spine to stand, arms relaxed. And as you inhale, reach the arms up overhead. And then exhale the hands to the heart, shoulders down the back. So if you have a personal intention or a word to come back to throughout the practice, could be like centering or just being present with the breath. And if nothing comes to mind, that's fine. Just pausing here in mountain pose. Now as you inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale, step back to plank. Hold for an inhale. And exhale all the way down to the belly into a locust pose here, lifting the heart, hands floating off the ground, and maybe lift the legs as well. And the legs could be together, more grounding, centering, or apart if that feels more natural. Fingertips, the fingers can be together if that feels more grounding, centering. Sometimes that's a little irritating though if you already kind of run hot, so fingers could be apart. And we'll come back down and back to downward facing dog. Feet are hips width apart here. Again, you can pedal into the feet. And then here, look between the hands and walk forward to forward fold. As you inhale, lift halfway up. As you exhale, fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. And exhale the hands to the heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale back to plank. Hold for an inhale. And then exhale all the way down to the belly. And this time with the locust pose, we'll bring the hands straight back, palms face down. Lifting the heart, lifting the legs. And again, legs can be together. Fingers can be together. And then hands under shoulders, back to down dog. Lift the right leg straight back. And open the hip, bending the right knee. Heel towards the tail, rooting through the knuckles. From here, go straight back with the right leg and then step it forward into a lunge, right knee over right ankle. Arms rise up alongside the ears into a high lunge. And then we'll turn this to a warrior one, back heel down. And then your hips and shoulders going towards forward, but not straight ahead, but in the direction of forward. All right, just make sure there's no sort of torque on the back knee so you feel safe in the knees and then here we'll lower the hands down and step forward to forward fold as you inhale lift halfway up exhale to fold in 
and inhale to reach all the way up and exhale hands to heart inhale to reach up exhale to fold all the way down inhale to lift halfway up exhale back to plank hold for an inhale and exhale to belly or chaturanga to inhale to cobra or up dog and then back to down dog here you'll in down dog you'll lift the left leg open the hip staying rooted through the knuckles next inhale straight back and then exhale step forward into a lunge rising up to the high lunge and then finding the warrior one leg so back heel down hips a little bit to your right hips and shoulders pointing in the same direction and then next exhale float the hands down step forward to forward fold as you inhale lift halfway up and exhale to fold in inhale to reach all the way up and then exhale hands to heart from here feet hips width apart bending the knees into a chair pose and then shift weight into your right foot and let the left foot just lift a little bit off the ground and we'll go back to center and switch sides and then back to center and then here we'll inhale in chair and exhale to fold inhale to lift halfway up exhale back to plank pose hold for an inhale exhale belly or chaturanga inhale to cobra or up dog and then exhale back to down dog here we'll lift the right leg straight back and then step forward into a lunge rising up to warrior one and then adjusting the feet to warrior two arms extend front knee towards the middle toes and then here palms up reverse warrior reaching back creating space to the right side straighten the front knee go further back and then right hand inside the ankle to triangle pose or to a block inside the ankle and then the top arm can just wrap around the back palm faces away gaze can be down forward or up whatever feels best on your neck and then here we'll come back to warrior two to side angle pose forearm to thigh starting to make a big circle with the left arm and then the other direction it's really relaxed easy mobile movements of the shoulder joint and then land in side angle pose long line of energy from the back heel to the top fingers and again the fingers can be together to create more of that centering grounding warming effect on the body then we'll go back to our warrior two this time hands to the waist turn to all ten toes to face to your left into a wide-legged forward fold 
And this one will walk the hands towards the left foot and hold there, stretching the shin. And then walk the hands to the right foot, stretching the shin. You can always use the blocks here to bring the floor closer to you, basically. And we'll come back to center and then turn towards the front foot again and back to down dog. Or you can go through the plank, chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Lift the left leg back, inhale. Exhale, step forward. Warrior one, two, rise up. Back heels down. And then adjust the feet to warrior two. Heel to heel or heel to arch alignment in the feet, front knee towards the middle toe. So you can scoot the foot a little bit this way and press the knee forward. And then palms up, reverse where your legs stay the same. Straighten the front knee to go further back. And then keep that space in your left side as you come into triangle pose, left hand inside the ankle or to a block inside the ankle. Right arm can wrap around the back. And the gaze can be down, forward, or up. Let the right ribs open towards the ceiling here. Awesome. And then we'll come back to warrior two. Forearm to thigh and start to make big circles with the right arm. And then the other direction. And then landing in side angle pose, long line of energy from the back heel to the top fingertips. And again, the fingers could be together, more containing of energy. Or if that doesn't feel right, you can have the fingers apart. Sometimes it feels nice with, when you're coming into this to kind of go like down, forward, and then like opening up here. That can give you more length through the side. Kind of press into my hand here, yeah, awesome. And then we'll go back to our uh, warrior two just for a moment here. And then hands to the waist, all 10 toes to the right, wide-legged forward fold. Again, hands can come to blocks or to the floor. And then walk your hands towards the right leg, holding there for a moment. Is that kind of the area? And then walk your hands towards the left leg. And then we'll come back to center. Turn the hands towards the front of the mat, step back to down dog, or if you want a little more challenge, the, uh, da the chaturanga up dog, down dog. Knees apart to a child's pose, hips to heels, forehead towards the ground. Letting go of the effort in the body, relaxing. Let 
the breath slow down a little bit. Start to come back to hands and knees. And here in hands and knees, cow pose, lowering the belly, extending the spine. And then to a cat pose, rounding the back, drawing the belly in. And we'll hold in the cat pose and draw the belly in towards the spine here. So we're going to go into a little bit more of the, uh, the uh, navel lock some different variations of that. Really good for digestion if you ever have any digestive issues. Really good for the metabolism, internal heat regulation in the body, being able to do this. If you ever have any uh, digestive issues or illness starting, doing this in the morning can be really helpful when you have an empty stomach. So we'll come back to neutral spine. Tuck the toes back to down dog. And here in down dog, Try to find that same sort of drawing in and up of the navel. If you think of like an actual dog when you see them stretch and their belly kind of sucks in a lot when they're in this shape, finding that sort of quality here. Right? It's subtle, it's kind of hard to access, but it really helps engage these uh, digestive organs, internal organs, brings fresh blood flow here, and just helps bring the mind into the body and out of the thoughts, worries, doubts, all those th things that can go through the mind. And then from here, we'll come forward to a plank pose. And then down to the knees, all the way down to, a, to the forearms and to a sphinx pose. All right, so here the belly relaxes fully into the ground, letting go. And we'll create a wave of motion now, peeling the ribs maybe the hips, maybe the knees off the ground to the forearm plank, or stopping anywhere along the way, but that'll be the movement similar to cat-cow, but we're on the belly here, peeling up as you exhale, and then lowering down as you inhale. And the next time you come up to whatever version of that you stop at hold there. It could be forearm plank, it could be knees down forearm plank. Drawing in and up on the navel, creating that centering engagement of the core. Right, and then just for fun, because core work is so much fun, we're gonna step the legs out wider apart and then step the legs back into the center. And you can do this with the knees too. Knees can go apart, the knees back to center doesn't take much to feel a lot there right so again this is an area like for me that I've had a hard time feeling over the years just feeling what's happening in the belly but these kind of movements can really engage there as you can probably tell so we'll come back to the center and then we'll lower down to the belly let all that rest into sphinx pose so elbows are down belly relaxed holding here for a moment just letting the belly soften to the floor And then from here, we'll bring the knees down and lift the hips into a dolphin pose. So forearms are down. Now the feet walk in towards the arms. 
and we'll hold there. So again, it's kind of hard to access, it's a little tricky, but drawing in on the navel here, creating that engagement of the core to create that quality of centering, grounding, warming from the inside out. If you want a little more to this, you could lift your right leg, balancing. And then you can switch legs, lifting the left leg, balancing. And then lower down and walk your feet back to the forearm plank and then lower the knees and hips back down to the belly. Hands under shoulders and back to downward facing dog. From here, we'll lift the right leg and inhale and step the right foot forward into a lunge. Rise up to a high lunge. And then here, bring the hands to the heart, lean forward and rotate to the right. Elbow outside the knee. Knee can come down, the back knee can come down to make this a little easier. We're coming into a twist here now. So having that drawing in of the navel to give you a little more room to rotate. So organs are kind of out of the way. And then we'll untwist back to center and open to warrior two. Straighten the front leg and bring your left hand inside the ankle. Probably going to want to block here for revolve triangle. Also, even if you're very flexible, it's a good place to start just to get you in the right sort of alignment. Right hand on low back and rotate the right ribs towards the ceiling. You could stay just like that or lower your block. Maybe lower the hand down to the floor. Once you've got the rotation of the spine, you can extend the right arm here. So is this kind of the IT band or no? Or are you feeling it? You, just on that side, you feel the tightness? Okay. So you think, we'll try it on the other side and see if that gets into it. So let's come back to our warrior two. And then back to the high lunge, sort of resetting back to where you started. Hands come together at the heart, lean forward, rotate into the twist, and now step the left foot up into a chair pose twist. And it's okay if your left knee, left hip comes a little forward to do that, if that feels natural for you. Sometimes teachers will say, keep the knees in line. That's just sort of a, came from nowhere, it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, maybe it looks good, but it's okay if the left knee comes forward. And we'll come back to center. And we'll inhale to reach the arms up. Extending and exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. And exhale, step back to down dog. Again, totally optional if you want a little more challenge. You can go to the Chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Now here we'll lift the left leg and step it forward into a lunge. And then rise up to the high lunge here. Hands together at the heart, lean forward and twist. 
Again, the back knee could come down. This side might be a little tighter, but still that drawing in of the navel, lengthening of the spine to rotate. Back to the high lunge, back to warrior two, back heel down, arms extend. Yeah, good, pressing into my hand here. Let me scoot your foot a little bit forward. And then here we'll bring the palms up and straighten the front knee and bring the right hand inside of the ankle to a block to find the revolved uh, triangle pose here. So right hand to the ankle. Right hand, yeah. And left leg straight as much as you can here. Is that kind of the area? Okay. And then left arm could extend towards the ceiling here, but that's really the last part of the posture. Feeling your foundation in the feet. Good. You're good. Just rotating from the ribs here to Get into it, yeah. And kind of press into my hand here. All right, so you don't need to go quite so far back with the arm, but just opening the ribs there, yeah. And we'll come back to warrior two. Back to the high lunge where you came in and hands to the heart, leaning forward and elbow outside of the knee. This time stepping up into the chair pose twist. So again, it's okay if the right knee comes a little forward, the right hip kind of comes forward, if that feels right for you. And then we'll untwist back to center, standing up, stretching all that out. And then exhale the hands to the heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale back to plank. And then here in plank pose, we'll bring the right knee towards the right wrist for a pigeon pose, left leg straight back. So if you start to go there and the hips are tight, your hips are up high, come down to your back for that version of this. Otherwise, find extension of the spine here and elbows out to stack the hands and rest the head on the hands. Right, so going a little deeper into the outer hip area, the IT band, which we just worked with the uh, revolved triangle. with this sort of focus of bringing attention in, centering, grounding the body. Maybe you can notice sensation in the outer right hip and imagine you can breathe into that sensation, bring your attention there. And maybe as you notice it, maybe you feel like it moves a little bit. Right, just noticing, is it a, a long sensation, a short sensation? Is there a temperature to it? Is there any sort of shape to it?
And from here, you can add a little twist to this pose. So coming upright, you'll just thread your left arm underneath. Maybe you stop there at the elbow, or maybe you go all the way down to the shoulder, and you could wrap the right arm around the back, maybe even catch the big toe. So for you, you can just take your arms out and bring this over to the side, yeah. And then to deepen it, you just bring this knee up, kind of into the ankle, yeah. So have this foot, sorry. <laughs> this foot's like standing on it, like on the floor, yeah. Yep. So you want to keep it that kind of angle, and then you can scoot the knee in to deepen that. But still having this knee kind of, see as I push away, it kind of stretches more there, yeah. So start to untwist back to center. And you can just switch your legs on the back here. And we'll eventually just come over to the other side. If there's any movements you want to make in between, do that. But eventually coming to pigeon with the left knee forward. Hips square to the ground. Finding extension of the spine to lower you down. Good. And you could have the elbows out, stack the hands. You could rest the head on a block. And again, on this side, breathing into the sensations, bringing your attention to the outer left hip. So you have the abductor muscles, the piriformis. Right, a lot of this stuff just gets tight throughout the day. And maybe you can notice the qualities of this sensation, or the shape of it, the temperature. Maybe as you exhale, it softens a little bit. And from here, we'll turn into the twist. So maybe just the right elbow to the ground, or maybe the right arm threads through. And again, you could wrap the left arm around the back. the foot helps. Relaxing the jaw might even feel nice there. It's kind of opening the jaw.
And we'll start to release back to center. And then we'll make our way back to hands and knees and just start to move in the hips, shoulders, spine, any way that feels good. So here we'll come back to uh, hands and knees and tops of feet down sitting onto the heels. So we're going to go into a little bit deeper stuff with the shins, tops of feet here. So if this, does everyone feel good here? It's pretty good, yeah? Cool. So from here we'll just come down to the tail. Well, right leg will extend and now left knee bends top of the foot down. So left knees, uh, left shins down beside you. All right, so sitting here, everyone good? <laughs> you could have a, a bolt or block under your tail here to make that a little more accessible. You could try that, the block under the tip. So if you want to, if you want to try it, you could have the block under the sit bones. All right, and then from there, we'll start to fold forward over the right leg any amount. start to release a lean to your right leg and let the left leg out and we'll switch lean to the left side right knee bends top of foot down all right so again if that's a little sensitive put a block under the tail and then start to fold forward over the left leg to the left side so you can let your leg out so now I'll say you might want to start with the block but we're gonna have both knees bent uh, so sitting with the block between the feet into a virasana or hero pose yeah so if you're good there stay there and then you can start to walk your hands back and create a little opening of the heart here if you feel really good there, you could take the block out and let the sit bones down between the feet to the floor. Any pain in the knee, just skip it and go back to the blocks. We don't want to have any pain in the knees here. So start to lean back, same thing. Right, so basically if you're on the, if your tail's down, you can end up going as far back as you want. So you can end up going all the way to the floor if you want. But you want to make sure no pain in the knees, everything feels safe. If the knees start to lift, that's too far. But if you can get down to the back, then you can go for it. And you don't want to stay here too long, just easily coming back out the way you came in. Gentle movements to transition. And then back to hands and knees. 
And we'll come down to the belly, let both legs straight. From here, lifting the head, lifting the heart, bend the knees, heels towards the tail. You could stay just like that, or reach the hands back for the tops of the feet for a bow pose. Lifting the heart, pressing the hips down. Pressing the shins back towards the hands and the hips down towards the ground. And then we'll slowly release. Let your right arm out in front of you roll onto the right side. And left hand can help you balance here as you start to move the left hip around any way that feels good. So here we'll lift the left leg straight over the right and then back about 15 degrees. Internally rotate the left leg so the toes point towards the ground and this helps to engage outer left hip. Now you can keep that as you keep the left hand where it is or reach the left arm out in the opposite direction stretching the left side of the body. Now keep that general shape, but let the left leg start to lower to the floor. Right, so similar to like the revolved triangle shape we did earlier. And as you let the left leg down, maybe the left arm could reach out a little bit more. You don't need to overdo it, but as, as you go in, maybe things open up a little bit. And then here we'll bend the left knee to the ground in front of you. Bend the bottom knee to catch the top of that foot. Now with that, roll the left lung towards the ceiling, rolling into a twist here. Last step, now right hand under the left thigh to extend the left leg, going into the outer hip stretch. Good, so maybe your hand holds behind the thigh or the shin. Maybe you've got the reach to grab the big toe of the left foot. And still, opening the left lung towards the ceiling here. So press into my hand with the heel here. Good. And let your left uh, shoulder towards the ground. It's okay on the knee? Mm -hmm. Good. See how far the hand can reach. <laughs> and it'll start to come down to the back. So unwinding all this stuff just down to your back. Just resting for a moment there.
And then you'll roll onto your left side. So left arm underneath. Right hand can help you balance as you start to move the right knee any way that feels good. And then reach the leg up and back about 15 degrees. And internally rotate the right leg so the toes point towards the ground. Now the right hand can help you balance there, or you could reach the right arm in the opposite direction of the foot, creating a long side bend. So here, and press into my hand here. And then we'll slowly lower the right leg down to the ground, stretching outer right hip. And while you've got that down, now maybe the right lung moves towards the ground a little more, going into a little bit more of this rotation. Bend the right knee to the floor in front of you, letting that relax. Now while the right leg's relaxed, bend the left knee, the bottom leg, and reach for the top of the foot with your right hand. So is it, could you have this arm straight up instead of under, yeah. And, uh, even like a little bit more under the ear. Okay. And now last thing here, you start to bend the, the front knee and start to extend the right leg forward. Good. Straightening through the right heel as much as you can. And at the same time, opening right lung towards the ceiling into the twist. Good. slowly release down to the back, just letting all that relax. And hug the knees in to rock side to side on the back. Feet down to the floor like bridge pose, but now we'll cross the left knee over the right knee. Crossing the legs like eagle pose, shins parallel to the ground, and then cross the left arm under the right arm, either grabbing the shoulders or wrapping around to grab the hands. Yeah, so have the, the shins parallel to the ground, 90 degrees, and then the arms wrap, yeah, left arm under the 
left arm under the right arm. So like this one under, <laughs> just like that. There you go, grabbing the arms. And then if you want, you could wrap the forearms and grab the hands. All right, so creating this sort of hugging in, centering, <coughs> grounding, warming sensations in the body, and the pelvic floor drawing in and up, navel drawing in and up, and the chin just slightly towards the chest, creating this, these three locks in the body to center, stabilize. Keep your legs like this, but let your arms out and let the legs fall to the right. Come back to the center, uncross the legs, and bring the right knee over the left, eagle legs, and then right arm under the left arm, eagle arms, or just grabbing the shoulders, otherwise wrapping to grab the hands. And again, you could have the shins parallel to the floor, like eagle pose on the ground. Engaging pelvic floor, navel, neck. And then we'll unwrap the arms and let the legs fall to the left. Arms out in a T or goalpost, turn the head away from the knees. So the whole spine's in a gentle rotation. Come back to the center. Unwrap the legs. Let the legs straight out. And then here, grab one of your blocks and put it underneath the head. So we'll put the block at the lowest height, at the back of the head, so the, the sort of ridge that sticks out. So you end up having the, the chin kind of in towards the chest here, which usually we don't want too much of that, but here we're kind of opening up the scalenes, the back of the neck. And with that little pressure there, it can feel nice to kind of turn the head left to right, gently massaging the neck.
maybe there's a spot that you kind of turn into and feels good to stay there for a little bit, like a pressure point you can start to release. come back to center and remove the block letting the head back down to the ground and here's on the ground you can we'll engage the whole body so if you if you don't want to do this you can skip it but otherwise we'll take a breath in together through the nose hold the breath in and contract the whole body the feet the legs the arms the belly the, the bandhas, these locks that we've been working with. And then with your exhale, let all that relax. Do that two more times. Inhale and hold the breath in. Contract the whole body holding the breath in. And then with your exhale, let everything relax. And one more time, inhale and hold the breath in. Contracting the whole body. And with your exhale, let everything relax. Shavasana, final resting pose.
Start to move the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles. And eventually coming over to one side. And back up to sitting. And we'll close our practice sitting with the hands together at the heart. Bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.